Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mondo Show. I am in Studio B here at Morningside USA. It is so amazing that we are living in probably one of the most important times in America's history. Stay tuned because on today's program, I have a very special guest that a friend of mine in 2014 sent me a video and said, you have to watch this lady. He, this person told me, I thought you had passion. Wait till you hear this lady. And I want you to stay tuned because the message that my special guest has for you is a wake-up call to America, is a wake-up call to the church, is a wake-up call to every person that loves freedom. Oh, I don't mean to shout. I'm so sorry. This reminds me of, listen, this reminds me of a place I was just, uh, I was in just a few days ago in Dallas, Texas, just outside of Dallas, Texas. I was invited to go out and speak, and boy, did I speak. I gave a message to a church, to a conference, and I met so many of you that love America. I met so many of you that are watching this program, and I shook your hands, and I want to thank my, my special friend, uh, Chuck Pierce. Wow, you invited me to your conference, sir, and I met so many people, thousands of people that are watching the Mondo Show, and I got to speak to you and bring you a message, and I thought I had passion Man, until I heard this beautiful lady give a speech like I've never heard before. And stay tuned because I want you to watch this lady as she brings a message to you in America, in the church. Listen, the church has got to wake up. I met so many pastors over this past few days that have not woken up to the idea that the very thing that they preach on Sunday morning is on the line. Wake up, church, was the message of this conference. The head of the year conference was a wake-up call to the church in America that our liberties, our religious freedoms are at stake right now. And while the church is playing life coaching and while the church is trying to get you happy and, and trying to coach you into the next season of success, there are people out there that are threatening the very core of Christianity in America, and the church doesn't seem to realize that there's a problem. Listen, that message that I brought to the people it was amazing. It was received so good and so well, and so many pastors and so many people from around the world stood in line for hours thanking me and saying, keep preaching, keep <laughs> sending in that warning, and keep bringing people into this program to help us, to help us understand what we're going through in America. Listen, I want to show you this video because this is how I was introduced to my special guest. And in 2014, I think it was, that this video went viral. And I want you to watch it. And then I'm going to introduce my special guest. Watch this. 
But when you look at 15 to 25 percent of the world Muslim population, you're looking at 180 million to 300 million people dedicated to the destruction of Western civilization. That is as big of the United States. So why should we worry about the radicals, 15 to 25 percent? Because it is the radicals that kill. Because it is the radicals that behead and massacre. When you look throughout history, when you look at all the lessons of history, most Germans were peaceful, yet the Nazis drove the agenda, and as a result, 60 million people died, almost 14 million in concentration camps, 6 million were Jews. The peaceful majority were irrelevant. It is time we take political correctness and throw it in the garbage where it belongs and stop calling it that was Brigitte Gabriel. I want to give her an applause because and stand up because no one is speaking like that. She answered to a Muslim woman claiming that all Muslims at that time are being portrayed so badly. Listen, I want to welcome New York Times best-selling author, national securities analyst, chairman of actforamerica.org. She is one of the leading terrorism experts in the world. She lectures nationally and internationally about terrorism and current affairs. She has addressed the United Nations, members of the U.S. Congress, the Pentagon, the FBI, and many others. In addition to that, she's a regular contributor analyst in, on Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, and she's here right now joining me via Skype. She is the author of Rise in Defense of Judeo-Christian Values and Freedom, Please help me welcome my special guest, a friend to the program, a friend to the ministry, Brigitte Gabriel to the program. Hello, Brigitte. Rondo, my friend, oh. I am delighted <laughs> to be with you. And I can't believe we missed each other in Dallas. Are you kidding oh. me? We were there at the same time. <laughs> I wish I would have. I wish I would have known you were there. I was speaking in yes. one side of Dallas, and I'm sure you were on the other side. Oh my gosh! I would have loved to have seen you there, and even been at the conference with you. Listen, that conference was packed, over five thousand people, and several hundred thousand wow. people watching online. I believe that your message, my message, needs to be heard. I don't think I've ever heard anybody more passionate than I was. <laughs> But you, you're so, why are you so passionate about America? Because I understand what happens when you don't have an America in the world. I understand what happens when you live under tyranny. You see, I was born and raised in Lebanon. Uh, my 9-11 happened to me in 1975 when radical Islamists blew up my home, bringing it down, burying me under the rubble wounded. I ended up in a hospital for two and a half months. Wow. Uh, and I would ask my father, why did they do this to us? And my father would tell me, because we are Christians. They consider us infidels and they want to kill us. And I learned very early on, since I was 10 years old, that I am wanted dead simply because I was a Christian uh, and lived in a Christian town. I know what happens when people turn a blind eye to evil, thinking it's not going to happen to me. It's over there. Let them all kill each other. Who cares? You know, I'm here. Somebody else is going to fix the problem. Because of the apathy of leaders where I was born and raised, I ended up living for seven years in a bomb shelter from the age of 10 till the age of 17, living underground in an 8 by 10 room, no electricity, no water, and very little food. 
So this is where you hear this passion comes from. This passion comes from the understanding of what happens when evil dwell because good people sat on the sidelines and did nothing allowing it to prevail. I came to America. I understand how important freedom is. And this is why the fire that you hear in my voice is forged in war. And I want to make sure I do everything I can to make sure that my children would live in a free country, a safe country, under our Constitution, under our Bill of Rights, equal under the law, where we can literally plan our life and live a long, happy life instead of now. What's happening in America is we are being destroyed from within and most people are asleep. Listen, I, I can't believe everything that you're talking about takes me back to even in Central America when we're, we were dealing with the Civil War that destroyed Central America. And you wonder why we're so passionate. You wonder why we're screaming, sometimes even yelling, because we want you to wake up. I got to ask you this, Brigitte, because I'm always uh, intrigued where, where that passion came from. And, and what was that moment that really inspired you to start this organization that has become the number one organization in the world when it comes to national security, when it comes to uh, advising leaders? Where, where were you? I want to know you more. I, I, I got to spend some time with you because there's so much to you that people don't know about. But where were you when you got inspired to start this organization that now has become the leading voice in many nations. On 9-11, um, 9-11 was a defining moment for the United States. 9-11, um, we all did the same thing. Anybody who had access to television, we were glued to our TV screens, watching the news, watching the images of the World Trade Center. We we were frustrated. We were We felt sad. We felt devastated. Some of us cried. And I remember doing the same thing. On that day, my children came home from school and they had no idea what had happened. And my youngest daughter was watching with me the images of the World Trade Center come down and she looked at me and she asked me the same question I had asked my father. Mommy, why did they do this wow. to us? And I found myself looking into my daughter's eyes and repeating to her the exact same words my daddy said to me. They hate us because they consider us infidels and they want to kill us. Here we were, Mondo, uh, two generations apart, two continents apart. I was a young Lebanese girl. She's a young American girl. I spoke Arabic. She spoke English. 8,000 miles apart, 30 years apart, two continents apart. And I found myself repeating to my daughter the exact same word. That day was my defining moment. That's the day I vowed that I will do everything I can to make sure that my daughter will never, ever have to look into her children's eyes and repeat to them what my daddy said to me and what I had to say to her. That day, I was reborn as an activist. I'm a believer that every single one of us in life has a destiny. Every single one of us in life has a mission to fulfill, has a purpose. We have a purpose to our life. I was fortunate that I found my purpose very early on in my life. And 9-11 was that day. And 9-11 helped me see my purpose for my life. And I decided I'm going to create an organization and I'm going to educate millions of uninformed citizens about the threat of radical Islam to world peace and national security.
and I started speaking and I started traveling. And today I'm proud to tell you that Act for America is the largest national security organization in the United States with over 1.6 million uh, members. Mm -hmm. We have helped pass 121 bills on the federal level and on the state level to secure America. And while when we started, radical Islamic terrorism was the greatest threat to the United States, today we focus on so many other issues. Um, we focus on border security, our constitution, protecting our sovereignty, protecting our culture, protecting our identity, making sure America is safe from all threats, foreign and domestic. So I encourage people, if my message resonates with you, go to actforamerica.org, Act for America. Org, click on Take Action and get involved. Wow. Listen, Hamas, Hezbollah, ISIS, and even the Taliban are names of organizations that we, the public, we, the people, knew very little about until 9-11. But even after that, I got to ask you this. Is America not waking up to the idea that these organizations are really a threat to the freedoms or Judeo-Christian values. Why is America not waking up to this idea that these people really hate us? Because we in the West reflect our values, our Western values on evil people. We think if we are nice to them, if we can just talk to them. Look, right now, we're talking to the Taliban. Who would have thought we're going to get to the day where our government is actually negotiating with the Taliban and talking to us about the nice Taliban, the 2.0 version of the Taliban? What total baloney, zebras don't change their stripe. It's like there is a filter. And you know, you know, Mondo, we're not fighting a physical war. We are fighting a spiritual war. It's a war between goodness and evil. It's a war between civilization and barbarism. This is what we are facing today. And America is on the front line of fighting this war. And look, people like you and me, people who come from Central America, people like me who come from the Middle East, immigrants, legal immigrants to the United States who escape tyranny understand what corruption does, understand what tyranny is all about. America's future, our past, our past, our combined past is America's future unless America wakes up today and changes course. I mean, who would have thought in America we're going to be talking about socialism as socialism is something good? Look, you understand what socialism is. Yeah. Those of us who came from countries where we see Venezuela, we see what's happening in Lebanon. Lebanon, my country of birth, went from being Paris of the Middle East to today, we are just another Venezuela. People are killing each other at the supermarket, fighting for a loaf of bread, fighting uh, for milk for their children because products are almost non-existent right now. So that's why we have the passion that, that we fight this way. And that's why it's up to people like you and me to wake up enough people to say, wake up, now is the time to become engaged, become involved and start speaking the truth because the media, the mainstream media is not giving us the truth. That's why people need to turn to shows like yours. They need to turn to shows like the Jim Baker show. They need to turn to organizations like my organization, actforamerica.org, to get their information so they can understand what's going on and how they can pray and how they can act to make a difference for the country. Listen, I love what you're saying because we're not getting the full truth out there and we're getting a no. lot of different pieces here and there we don't know what to think where to go but listen we do have a way to go we have 
ears to listen, but we got to speak up by joining forces with Act for America. Listen, we got to do something. We can't just keep talking about it. We got to put our, you know, what's that old saying? I love it. I love America because <laughs> one of the things is you got to put your money where your mouth is. You got, if you're going to invest in something, invest in something that is doing something, not just talking about it. And here you have an organization that is doing something about it. You got programs that are willing to take the risk to talk about this type of issues. I got to ask you this, Brigitte, because you are considered one of the leading voices, organizations to terrorism. And I've been seeing a lot of activity when it comes to people asking the questions like, is there any signs that these organizations are operating inside of America right now? You mean terrorist organization, yes. correct? Ha absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, look, uh, absolutely they are. Uh, they are coming through the border. They are coming here using our immigration system and overstaying their visas uh, and operating here. Look, we know, for example, on the southern border, we know that Hezbollah is working with the drug cartels. Hezbollah has a command center in the tri-states in Central America, where they are training their people how to speak a little bit of Spanish so they can blend in and sneak through the border. Hezbollah is working with the drug cartel on the Mexican border, teaching the drug cartels mm. tunnel digging technology which Hezbollah has perfected in Lebanon, digging tunnels into Israel. So now we know that they're working with the drug cartel. We know that the IED uh, that was developed in Iraq against our troops is now being used at the Mexican border uh, between Mexico and the United States. The tunnels that are being dug by the drug cartels. It's a win-win partnership between Hezbollah members and the drug cartels. The drug cartels will be able to uh, bring their drugs into the United States, and the Hezbollah members will be able to smuggle their operatives into the United States. I was speaking to the SWAT teams at the SWAT annual conference in Texas. This was back in 2010. And I remember talking with the head of the SWAT leaders who told me at that time they were monitoring 2,500 active Hezbollah members operating in the state of Texas alone. And that was 11 years ago. So you can imagine now with the influx that's coming through the border. We know that there are Iranians who are coming through the border. We know that they are other than Mexicans. You know, actually, our government has a word for them, OTM. So when you hear pundits talking on television about the, all the OTMs coming through the border, what they mean is other than Mexicans. They even have a word for it. So we know that terrorists are, are, are coming to the country through the Mexican border. They are exploiting our immigration system and coming here. And now with the refugee population, the refugees coming through uh, uh, Afghanistan, from Afghanistan now. Um, look, just yesterday, a guy from Syria, a refugee from Syria, was just convicted of uh, wanting to blow up a church in Pennsylvania. So, you know, they tell us about all these peaceful refugees coming here to make a better life, et cetera, et cetera. It's not the, like the legal immigrants that used to come here in the past. We're looking at a threat that we are importing into our country, and we need to do everything we can to stop it. That's why on our website, actforamerica.org, if you go to Take Action or Act Now, you can see all the petitions or the bills that we are working on to make sure we stop terrorists from coming into the country. We are demanding proper vetting of all refugees coming into the country. The last thing we need is importing terrorists to come to America and commit terrorist acts against Americans. Why would a Lebanese lady 
defend and become a spokesperson for the Jewish community? Why would a Lebanese lady that loves America defend the Judeo-Christian values? Why? Can I ask you that? Why would you do that? Why would you put your reputation on the line, Bridgie? Why would you put your organization, your family on the, on the line? I know you get death threats. I get death threats all the time. People do crazy things. They post things. They send things. They call me. They leave messages. I mean, people do the wildest things, and people think that, oh, this is fun being on TV, talking about these issues. They don't realize that on the other line, people are wanting to really hurt you and shut your voice down. Why would you do that? Why would you want to defend Judeo-Christian values, uh, Brigitte? Well, first of all, I'm a Christian. Uh, but even, even if I was not a practicing Christian, Judeo-Christian values are the foundations of Western civilization. That's what people don't realize. Western civilization is built on Judeo-Christian values. That's what makes America great. We were founded on Judeo-Christian values. You know, even people who are atheists in this country who say, oh, Johnny, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. Where do you think that verse comes from? Even atheists teach their children that. That's a biblical verse. It says, you know, do unto others what you want others to do unto you. So even atheists who don't read the Bible don't realize that in America, the values that we live by are Judeo-Christian values. And the reason why I support the state of Israel and the Jewish people, because you have to speak up and speak the truth when you see evil being done against anybody. The fact that I'm Lebanese, I know it's unique because a lot of Lebanese people are afraid to speak up in defense of Israel, even though a lot of the Christians agree with Israel and what Israel does, because we understand what Islamic terrorists are doing to Lebanon and how they destroyed Lebanon. But a lot of people are afraid to speak up because of death threats, because they are always, because of the threat to their families. You know, Mondo, you know me as a friend. I live under constant death threats. Um, I'm sure you guys, you know, with your ministry, you get the same thing. But if we don't speak up now, then when? If not I, then who? If not now, then when? And that's why I speak up and defend the state of Israel the way I do and defend the Jewish people the way I do, because I lived in Israel. I know their values. I know their cultures. I know how Israel helps people who are in need. Look, there was an earthquake. In, remember the big earthquake in Iran a few years ago? Yeah. Israel was the first country to offer help to Iran, even wow. though Israel is the number one on Iran's list to be annihilated, to be wiped off the face of the earth. Yet who offers help to Iran because it was the closest country to Iran to offer help after the earthquake? It was the nation of Israel, the state of Israel. The Iranians turned it down, but yeah. it doesn't change the fact of what Israel represents and where the Jewish people stand and their heart and, and how they want to help. And that's why it's my duty to stand up with them. Listen, I love that you have solutions. And this is what people, we must know. There are solutions out there. What can we do? What? Listen, let's talk about this because your organization offers solutions to protect our way of life, that we can all do it together. What is your message to those that are wondering what can I do? I don't have the platform. I don't have the fame. I don't have the influence, but I may have the money and my, I may have even a lot of friends in my circle. What can we do to protect our way of life here in America? Uh, you don't have to have a platform. Every person.
person is a voice. Every voice is an instrument of change. We as Christians have a responsibility to stand up and be counted. Uh, 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 to whom much is given, much is required. So we issue action alerts. We monitor all bills coming down for a vote. Uh, we send action alerts. I know a lot of people tell me, oh, I wish I, know, I knew about this bill before coming down for a vote. Wouldn't you like to be notified when there is a bill coming down for a vote so you can call your elected official or if you are afraid to call, at least send them an email. That's where we come in. We monitor all bills coming down for a vote in different states, all states, and we notify you no matter where you live, whether you're watching us right now, I'm sure on the internet or on television, no matter what state you're watching us from, sign up to get our emails and action alerts. When there's a bill coming down for a vote in your state, whether it's election integrity bill, whether it's a bill about stopping critical race theory from being taught in your school system, whether it's about securing our border, whether it's about stopping refugees who are unvetted from being resettled in your community, in your city, or in your state, become a voice affecting your community. We find out about these bills if you are on our mailing emailing list. We, if we know where you live, by the way, you have to sign up. You have to let us know where you live. If you just sign up with an email, and I do not know that you live in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I cannot send you information about bills coming down in New Mexico. So make sure you sign up to get our action alerts. They are free. It doesn't cost you anything. You don't even have to be a donor to receive them. We want to make sure we empower every single voice to speak up. Um, go to actforamerica.org, sign up to get our action alerts. You will be notified about things you can do in your local community. Every week on Wednesday, we send action alerts, three in 10, three things you can do under 10 minutes that will make a difference for the country. And you can do them sitting in your pajamas at home, sipping your cup of coffee at 7 a.m. There you have it. My special guest today is best-selling author, New York best-selling author. Can you believe that? Only in America. With a Lebanese lady born there, passionate about America, can become. Only, listen, if you think America is not a land of opportunity, you, you must be crazy. We in America have more liberties, more opportunities than any other country in the world. And here you have a beautiful lady that has an amazing organization, New York Times bestselling author. If she can do it, we can do it. Listen, you got to get this book. You're, you haven't even heard much from her. Together we can make a difference. Together we can impact communities. We can impact social media. We can impact media itself. We can impact the publishing companies. We can impact each other's communities by telling the truth. They are suppressing the truth right now. And voices like Brigitte, voices like the PTL Network, voices like mine, the Mindle Show, we are getting suppressed to the very bottom, but together we can make an impact knowing that we can get the information in your hands, in your living room. Listen, even in your phone. Follow her on social media. Follow me on social media. Together we can make an impact. And listen, when we're together, it'll be a lot harder to get us down, no matter what is going on. No matter what you're going through, just know that God has a plan for your life. If God can take this kid from East L.A., California, former gang member, and transform his life and have mercy and grace, if God can take a young girl from Lebanon and bring her into the forefront of where we are today, Bridget Gabriel, then God can do it for you. I know that I know that I know that God is real. 
How do I know that? Because every morning I wake up and I look at my life and say, wow, only God could have done what I'm seeing in front of me. Listen, I know God can do it for you. I got to go get the book, Rise in Defense of Judeo-Christian Values and Freedom by the one and only Bridget Gabriel, New York Times bestselling author. Support her. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Why is there such hate against or towards the Jewish people in Israel within the church? Beloved, I truly believe that it's connected with that identity theft. Because if they knew that the Messiah is a Jewish Messiah, they could never hate these people. Mm. But the moment they do not understand that, and you know, sometimes some people know it cognizantly in their mind, but they don't have it in their heart. And you're talking about this cancel culture. Yeah. Yeshua was canceled. That's right. You need to realize that the first canceled was him. Uh.